This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Good to have you back here on Podcast225.com. Well, we've got a positive show for you today, and well, all of them are positive. Some of the subject matters may be negative, but every most of the shows are positive. Let's, let's leave it at that. But today I can guarantee that Jill Garner, who is the lady behind Manners of the Heart, it's a nonprofit organization here in Baton Rouge, and they do work in schools, they do work with businesses, both here in Texas, Oklahoma, and right now they're in the midst of a messaging campaign known as BR Respect, and you're going to learn about where that came from and a little bit about where Manners of the Heart came from. From from Jill, who will be our guest in just a few moments here. A couple of thoughts before we get into that. One of the reasons I wanted to get Jill on the show, in addition to talking about the BR Respect campaign, was that I just notice, man, on social media right now, it is it is frustrating to be on social media. I don't do very much there. I'm more of a watcher when I'm there anyway. And I, you know, I post things business related and I see what some people have going on, some friends and and all of that. But the negativity is just out of hand. Do people hate their lives as much as it appears they do? And here's the thing. If and it isn't even a case of people being on social media saying I hate my life. The fact that you have the time to just I want to be polite here, especially since Jill is our guest, since you have the energy to just, let's just say, rain on everybody else's parade. That, to me, is a sign that you must be miserable. When celebrities post things and and they have arguments on, on social media, people who are in different places have knocked down drag outs on social media. Where someone like me would think, pick up the phone and call the person you've got an issue with and have a conversation, you might discover that it isn't as big of a deal as you thought or that maybe a misunderstanding happened and you really don't disagree or just it's, I don't know, it's, it, it's out of hand. We've seen stories where people have tried to commit suicide live on Facebook. People have posted all kinds of personal stuff. It's like, I why... Is there a need to buy identity theft protection now when so many people give up all of their information on social media? And listen, I am not against social media. I think it can be very, very useful and entertaining. But, you know, maybe, I don't know, it just, it seems so out of hand now. And by the way, regardless of your political persuasion. President's got to stop tweeting. That's all I'll say about that. So, Jill Garner will be our guest. And at the end of the show, I want to to speak with you about the 2017 Smoke'em If You Got 'em fundraiser. It's going to be happening in May. And I've got the deets after we, we talk with Jill about Manners of the Heart and the BR Respect campaign. That conversation, ladies and gentlemen, is... Next. 
Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. This is Dr. Mary Catherine Roderick, and I'm Katie Fetzer. We're the owners and co-founders of The Wellness Studio, a mental health practice with locations here in Baton Rouge and Covington. We are also your host for The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com. Our podcast is a journey into the world of mental health. On our show, we're going to discuss some of the various forms of mental health conditions. We're also going to shed light on the various ways our listeners can get a better understanding of how the mind works and why we do what we do. So subscribe today to get The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com, iTunes, and the Talk 107 three mobile app. Welcome back to the Clay Young Show. Back with Jill Garner with Manners of the Heart. We are fresh off a recording session here in the studio for the Manners Minute. The Manners Minute is one of the latest efforts of Manners of the Heart, a great nonprofit organization that helps children and families here in Louisiana and in Oklahoma, and the person at the helm, and behind all of this is Jill, and Jill and I have known each other for a very long time, right? Yes, we have. (laughs) Yeah, we won't say how long. We won't say how long. A long time. A long time. (laughs) So where did Manners of the Heart begin? Uh, Manners of the Heart, I guess, really began in my heart Yeah. uh, when uh, my sons were in elementary school, and I started uh, visiting their school, uh, really teaching table manners is mm-hmm. where it really started right uh, that kind of caught on and everybody was having a good time we were seeing changes in the kids and so the teacher said come on in the classroom and let's teach more than just table manners and so I started teaching um, uh, telephone etiquette and we started teaching writing thank you notes and making introductions with older students yeah. and before long um, I started doing uh, deeper research and really thinking it through Um, because what I really was teaching was etiquette Mm -hmm. and uh, not manners. And uh, manners is something much deeper. Manners is the motive behind what we do. Etiquette are the rules. Yeah. But uh, manners is really um, what we have come to call an attitude of the heart that's self-giving, not self-serving. What are some of the programs offered by manners? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have um, our first, first and foremost, our elementary school curriculum, mm-hmm. uh, which is pre-K to fifth grade. And uh, there's uh, man- teacher's manuals because it is a curriculum. Right. It is not a program. Right. It is a full curriculum that uh, fits into a um, uh, teacher's classroom um, schedule just along right alongside her academic subjects yeah. and we really believe it's the foundation of all academic subjects mm-hmm. and we do professional development training to go along with that in addition to um, the school piece we also offer our parenting books and parenting workshops in the schools and then um, in our um uh, community work, we have um, the business of manners, yep. which is marketplace and corporate training. Yep. And then we have our newest movement that you mentioned already, BR which respect. is uh, BR Respect. Well, we'll get to that last. I mentioned the school program and did not mention the business of manners because you have also gone and 
coached or facilitated with mm-hmm. sales teams for mm-hmm. companies, not just in Louisiana, but in other places. So mm-hmm. if someone brings you in and they say, I've got a roster of talent, I've got people that I really believe are capable, mm-hmm. but they don't function as as a unit. So how do you go in and get these individuals to play from the same playbook, if, if you will? Okay, what a great question. Loaded question. Uh, well, what we really love to do with companies is to come in and work on the core values first. Uh, a particular company we're working with right now in Fort Worth, Texas, mm-hmm. um, has the core values of integrity, self-discipline, um, continuous improvement, caring, and fun, mm-hmm. which a lot of companies pretty much align with those five core values. And we do a really deep, deep, deep training um, in each one of those to help every individual understand how they fit in and how being a member of a team means that you have a common goal. Right. And we use a lot of um, track analogies and running analogies, you know, that we're all running down the same track together mm-hmm. um, to get to the goal and that we are only there to compete with ourselves. We're not there to compete with others or even the company across town. We're there to compete with ourselves so that every day we do a little bit better today than we did yesterday. And if each one of us are doing our best each day, then together as a whole, the company's going to succeed, which means everyone succeeds. And Jill is way too modest to tell y'all that the company she's working with is tex- in Texas is one of the top tier of its kind. We won't say the company, <laughs> but they're not a slouch and they and it's 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 important. You know, what would you say is the biggest hill that you have to overcome with a dysfunctional yet talented group? Um Mm, let's see. Uh, ask the question again. Yeah. What, what's the biggest hurdle when you're when when you bring people into the conference room or wherever and you're trying to get them on the same page? I'm sure a number of variables come up that you that you deal with in the course of the training. Mm-hmm. But what's at the top of the list? Something you mm-hmm. see almost all the time you're, you're mm-hmm. consulting with a, with a team or a firm. Um, I think one of the, the hardest obstacles um, to overcome is the idea uh, uh Oh, Clay, I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so there's not one singu- singular um, thing that pops up? There's really not one singular part because um, you're dealing with a lot of individuals sure. um, in a lot of different age brackets right, with a right. lot of different generational mindsets, yeah. right? Um, so there's there's a lot of varied... Um, a lot of varied issues that we rec- that we see depending on the company and the particular industry. Yeah. Um, one particular company that we're working with right now, uh, their biggest issue coming into it was um, a lack of understanding of the goal of the company itself. Okay. Um, which really, in in some ways, goes back to leadership. Yeah. Of un- of um, doing a good job messaging to the individual employees. Mm. You know, what's the ultimate goal here? Because if you don't really know you know, the old thing of the goal you're going for, you don't know how yeah. to get there. You don't know what yeah. your part in it yeah. is to be. And it's so interesting you say that because it, it's true. And I guess sometimes you it, get lost, it gets lost mm-hmm. in the shuffle of the daily grind to mm-hmm. remind people about why you're here and to mm-hmm. have a really coherent mission statement mm-hmm. that makes sense so that everyone can understand mm-hmm. the music that they're supposed mm-hmm. to be singing. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. When when you're going into schools, I've watched you with kids and we've done some work together with the children and they love Miss mm-hmm. Jill and they love Wilbur and you know all of the aspects of what you do. Mm-hmm. What about the teachers? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they enjoy having the extra assistance because they all work so hard, you mm-hmm. know, 
But mm-hmm. what about them? I'm sure they tell you things about manners coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they do. Uh, when, uh, in fact, I had a teacher, I did a, um, a parenting piece last night at one of our schools, and one of the teachers is also a parent. Yeah. And uh, she came over to say that um, she was using some of the principles, not only at home, but, mm-hmm. of course, in her classroom, too, and the impact that it was having. She said it had transformed one of her daughters um, from being in a really rough, difficult place to being now in a place of confidence and really succeeding. And uh, one of the little pieces that we teach is Give Me Ten. And uh, just give me 10 um, is a form of discipline that we call repetition. Yeah. And uh, that she uses it. um, She's used it so much in her classroom now, like if a bad word falls out of a child's mouth, (laughs) that she doesn't even have to say it anymore, that at least one, if not two or three of the children in unison are going to go, oh, no, you better give her 10. You know, so the um, the principles and the way we teach um, classroom management uh, really does seem to make a difference with the teachers. How do you compete with social media and the mm-hmm. inherent negativity that is almost everywhere on it? It's not 100% mm-hmm. negative because not 100% of the people who use social media are mm-hmm. negative people. Some people mm-hmm. like showing pictures of their families or kids or grandkids mm-hmm. or spouses. And then there are those who are just there to rain on everyone's parade. Mm-hmm. Kids are in those environments. How do you mm-hmm. change that paradigm mm-hmm. with them? That's that's another great question. Uh, one of the I'll back up a little bit to answer that. Uh, set it up a little bit. One of the um, one of the criticisms of manners of the heart through the years has been, you know, Jill, if you um, you know, how can you reach children uh, with a school curriculum when maybe they go home into an environment that is totally different than what they're hearing at school exactly and in uh you know difficult neighborhoods and we're talking from one end of the spectrum to the other sure sure uh we're not pinpointing any one area it's every every home has difficulties many not every too many Many homes homes. have a lot of difficulties for one reason or another and so how can you really change a child's perspective on things Mm -hmm. with uh, something only at school and what we have found is when we um show children another alternative when we show them basically right from wrong yeah. right when we show them a better way to go about doing life which means not negativity mm-hmm. you know on, on social media mm-hmm. uh when we show them um how to build people up rather than tear people down right uh when we show them that what happens is regardless of what they're hearing elsewhere whether it's just in our culture at large on the television, in their home, their neighborhood, wherever, uh, it makes the other message that they're living in so glaringly mm-hmm. wrong mm-hmm. that because now they've been exposed to something so much better, it makes what was wrong really wrong to them. And they gravitate toward the right part because they see that it serves them better and it right. se- serves others better. And so they gravitate to that and it just it pulls them away from that negativity. And kids like being happy. <laughs> they do. Yeah, that's and a great point. When they can make each other happy or mm-hmm. make each other laugh, there is a mm-hmm. value in that. And mm-hmm. if you can channel that to something positive, mm-hmm. then it changes the energy of a place. Mm-hmm. They love easier than almost anything else. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. like that, you know, a kid, they'll true. come and hug you and love true. on you and they're happy to see you. And mm-hmm. I I think it's 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 a shame that so often children have that innocence stolen from them. Mm-hmm. And we don't let them be children because right. you're only children for 
a short amount of time right. and you'll spend the rest of your life being a grown up. <laughs> that is so true. One of the pieces that we're just doing now toward the um, getting toward the end of the year here in our schools, uh, our schoolwork is um, teaching parents how to be kids with their kids. Yeah. Um, because we, you know, we forget that as a parent, we shouldn't wait for our child to say, you know, will you come play with me? You know, we right. should be the ones to like, we, um, I've been giving out bubbles, yeah. uh, at the end of our parent trainings and yeah. saying, okay, when your child comes in, when you walk in the door tonight, um, the first time you see your child, pull out the ball of bubbles and start <laughs> blowing bubbles and say, well, Hey, good to be home. You know, you want to blow some bubbles with me. Your child is gone. They're not going to know what to do. Right. Right. You know? And it's all about building that relationship you know, with our children, whether that's a teacher building a relationship in the classroom right. or parents building that relationship at home. Um, that's what it's all about is building a relationship. And you do that by helping your child just be a kid Yeah, and with remove all that pressure, yep. take off the pressure of, you know, the testing, take yeah. off the pressure yeah. of the culture and just, you know, be a kid with your kid. Well, yeah. because they grow up so fast because society almost deems that you need to be grown mm-hmm. up and no. Being grown up means that there are responsibilities that go along with that. And, you know, I tell my kids being an adult and being mature are two different things. Oh, how many immature adults do we know? (laughs) Right. Uh, Great, great deal of them. So how long has Manners been in existence? Manners of the Heart. Um, Manners of the Heart has been around now 16 years. 16 years. 16 years. Wow. And the latest iteration of what Mm -hmm. Manners is doing in communities is the Mm -hmm. BR Respect Campaign. Mm -hmm. It is a multimedia genre thing. You're in print media. You're on television. You're on radio. We do those Manners Minutes that we enjoy. We just had some fun doing (laughs) about two weeks worth of them. With the tongue tied. And I wish we... We had a camera to get the outtakes because it was pretty classic. You know, Jill is Miss Manners. Even her frustrating moments are so polite. It's like, she doesn't, what? What is that? You know, so, so I have heard things in production studios when people mess up that are not, oh dear. not good. <laughs> um, but man, uh, the BR Respect campaign has now been going for, I guess, about going on six weeks. Mm-hmm. Six weeks this week. Six weeks, uh-huh. What is it? Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, BR Respect is our um, attempt at um, bringing a very positive message to our community to remind us all that we are, each and every one of us, a member of the same community. Mm-hmm. That uh, we may have differences, differences of opinion, differences yeah. of the area of the community sure. in which we live, uh, a lot of differences. But underneath all those differences, we have much more in common mm-hmm than we do um, in our differences. The number one commonality being that we all live in this beautiful, amazing place that we call home, Baton Rouge. Yeah, yeah. It has gotten rave reviews from all kinds of people. And I mean, different people Mm -hmm. from different places. They enjoy the positivity of it. Mm -hmm. It's very realistic in what you're talking about. For instance, in one of the the first conversations Jill and I had about this, she talked about the buggies <laughs> in the supermarket parking lot. I remember that because I'm thinking I'm the guy that no matter where I park in the parking lot, I put my buggy up. Now, I'm not saying I'm doing that to be such a great guy. I just know how much I hate it 
when buggies are left in the middle of an aisle or if a, if the wind is blowing and one of those things, a cart blows into a door mm-hmm. and I don't want to be that guy. So I do it mm-hmm. because I don't want to be like everyone else. And it's a courtesy thing. Mm-hmm. And when you mm-hmm. said that, it's so fun. And but what I notice is I'm not the only one since then. I've noticed other people do the same thing. I guess mm-hmm. I never paid attention before. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. The concept of some of that, where did it come from? Uh, in fact, uh, Clay, I have to say I love what you just said, that you were not aware of that. Yeah. Because that's such a huge part of what we're trying to do with BR Respect is make us aware. Right. Uh, right. Is to bring awareness to our actions and to our words and how we interact with each other. Right. Um, the little, tiny, everyday decisions we make. If we're going to pass someone in the street and um, do it while we're on our phone, or are we going to pass someone on the street and look away because we just don't want to take the time to speak, or are we going to be intentionally looking to brighten someone else's day, to look someone in the eye and to have conversations, to connect? Um, so that's I love that you said that because that's really such a big part of this, this whole movement. Well, I am at my limit with all the negativity. And we all know what the problems are, mm-hmm. but the solution barely gets airtime. And the solution, I believe, starts with us listening to one another a little bit more mm-hmm. and just realizing that it takes everyone to fix it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told you I was going to tell you this story talking about differences between people, you know, racially, right? Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, he said he saw this video on Facebook uh, and or a story being told about these two little boys, one white, one black. Mm-hmm. And they were they were young. And the little white boy said, I want to get my hair cut like my brother so that our mm-hmm. teachers won't be able to tell us apart. Oh. <laughs> and so his mother cut his hair like that. And the teachers played along. Mm-hmm. And the moral of the story mm-hmm. is. They didn't realize they were different Mm -hmm. and won't know until someone tells them. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a it's a very simplistic way of saying that we are more in common than we are different. Mm -hmm. And just Mm -hmm. the way we look shouldn't be the only thing we judge each other by. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, we shouldn't judge each other at all right. by the way that right. we look right, right. at all and um, I often tell folks that um, especially like when I come in a, a school and I walk into a classroom and I look around that room and all I see are 25 little hearts man you know I just see these little hearts and just think if we could begin to see our whole community that way right that um, we just see hearts and hearts in need of connection hearts that are uh, hurting Mm -hmm. you know hearts that um, are aching and um, need someone to see them and to see their hurt and to see their pain and to see their needs there is such profit in division though and running an advertising and marketing company I generally don't push people to that having Mm -hmm. to divide when it comes to politics, yeah, I've worked with some campaigns and some groups, but I also pick and choose. I also choose not to work with some people because I, that's kind of the thing now. It's, it's dividing. I told my son this morning that people spend so much time in the mud hating one another. And it's now a big business. And it's a shame. And it's destroying society. Disagreeing doesn't mean that we're enemies 
It's that's so that is so true. Something that I um, I find myself asking in some of our training sessions is what happens when disrespect is met with disrespect. Mm. Well, more disrespect, right? Right. But what happens when disrespect is met instead with respect? Now the disrespect can stop mm-hmm. and real conversation can take place. And um, you know, in um, in our world today, it, um, it almost sounds silly to say this, but I mean, has it has all the division worked? No. I mean, where where has it? It's gotten, made things worse. Where has it gotten any of us? It's gotten and I. Where do, has it gotten any of us? There are real problems, and you know, mm-hmm. in the issue of race, let the racists figure out being racist, okay? Mm-hmm. Because people who aren't racist, and I'm talking both sides, mm-hmm. they're not consumed with that stuff every day. Mm-hmm. Because in the course of your day and everything you have to do, a friend of mine said to me years ago that it's a mental, it's a mental illness because most people don't wake up in the morning thinking, I'm just going to hate these people over here just because Mm -hmm. not normal people. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds odd to some folks, but Mm -hmm. you can't fix what's broken unless people are willing to listen and put kids in a room. You talk about this in one of the manners minutes. Yeah. You know, you just put some kids in the room uh, with toys, or as you mm-hmm. say in one of the minutes, the sandbox, right. and just watch them. Mm-hmm. They really don't care that they don't look alike. Mm-hmm. That is so true. And, and Clay's alluding to um, a minute that we just did, and um, and a commercial yeah. that will be coming forth. Yeah, yeah it's actually uh, airing soon. this week, or maybe it aired last week. Yeah, it's it's coming up. Okay, it's coming up this week, and um, and that's exactly what we did. We yeah. just got a group of kids, all different ethnicity ethnicities, and uh, put them in a sandbox. We didn't tell them what we were. Doing. Right. We didn't give instruction. We just put them in a sandbox with a bunch of toys, <laughs> and we started listening. Yeah, and the conversations were just amazing. And something that really was interesting is one of the little boys after they had played for a while had a little sifter yeah and he was you know moving the sand around and he chunked it up in the air yeah you know and the sand went everywhere and we were like okay what's gonna happen and i mean immediately two of the kids you know went hey hey what you doing (laughs) you know and he went oh man i'm sorry and it didn't happen again and that was you know it didn't happen again and it was um it was fascinating hearing how they were sharing with each other and they seemed to know they knew the rules Mm -hmm. of getting along in that community we'll call right. the sandbox and right. they followed the rules yeah they they knew and and it worked it worked beautifully i, mean, I think it was that's never the brilliance don't mm-hmm. oh, no, go go ahead no 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 that's all that's all i was going to say really it was just we just stood there in awe of what the kids were teaching us well that's the brilliance of what you're doing is is that it makes you think about the responsibility you as the individual have mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if two people are both seeing it that way and they both say, well, I'm not going to disrespect the other person. And then the other person says, well, I'm not going to disrespect the other person. Mm -hmm. Then there's no, there's no disrespect. Right. There's only respect. That's right. And so we have, and then when people choose not to play by those rules, Mm -hmm. they ostracize themselves. It's not Mm -hmm. a matter of the group saying we don't want you around, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we, the lack of civility now, Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about letting people run mm-hmm. over you. I think there is there is a there is an in order way mm-hmm. to deal with people who are out of line. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in letting people step on you. Right. But it doesn't have to go from zero to <laughs> you know burning yeah. down the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and do you think we'll get there? Um, if I didn't believe we could get there, I don't know that I could 
you know, I could do what I do right. uh, day in and day out. Um, Manners of the Heart only exists for one reason, and that's really for the children. It's yeah. for the next generation. That's the only reason we exist yep. is to try to help us raise the next generation to really do a better job <laughs> than what we've done. And sure. uh, we want to sure. make that we truly want to make the world a place that uh, and I'll bring it down to Baton Rouge. We really want to help. Um, Baton Rouge be a place that we all can be so proud to call yeah, home yeah. and a place that our children want to be mm-hmm. and where our children want to raise their children right. and be proud wherever they go to yeah. say that I'm from Baton Rouge and it's the greatest place in the United States to live. For anyone who is so cynical who doesn't believe that something like this is necessary or worth it or worthwhile, that's kind of a part of the problem. Um, wow. Um what a great point, Clay. Yeah, it's what a great truth. point. Even if you don't want to get involved, there really is no value in being critical or talking it down. Just be quiet. <laughs> Thank you. You know? <laughs> Thank if, you. If people are just quiet, that's that. what... The, so mm-hmm. for what you're doing, I, obviously I support it mm-hmm. because I think every effort helps. Mm-hmm. It just does. Yeah. And the, the comments I've heard from people, <laughs> and actually I told a friend of mine, who called me to chastise me a little bit because he said, why didn't you have me sign the the pledge? And you didn't put, I said, well, I didn't shoot the video. Uh, that was actually done by a dynamic young lady by the name of Taylor Fry, who's a rock star, and she did a great job. And I've heard from people who want to know how they can sign the pledge. Oh, how wonderful. So how can they sign the how pledge? How wonderful. All they have to do is go to mannersoftheheart.org and it's right in front of your face when yeah. you go to the website and you just sign uh, sign up, put your um, your name and email. And what happens with the email, everybody always asks that question, <laughs> uh, you're going to get um, a morning uh, inspirational quote. Right. And at the end of that, there's a little reminder of the good deed that we're working on that week. Right. Um, because each week we have a different good deed that together as a community, you know, we're working on together like this week um well in fact um the whole month of march our emphasis this month is on respecting our differences Mm -hmm. this week in particular uh to bring it down to a granular granular level um this week we're working on uh speaking to someone different than ourselves yeah as i said kind of earlier not looking away which is more of our tendency if we'll be honest about that right Uh, but intentionally looking people in the eye having a conversation with someone different than yourself whatever different may be just saying good morning sometimes just connect you know and we're talking about differences of ages differences of race nationalities everything someone uh works in a different industry as someone said to me this morning um uh someone that we were having a conference call with and as soon as i um we got we could were connected on the conference call (laughs) he said so good morning jill now does that count that i does that count today that i talked that i spoke to someone different than myself because hey i'm a man and you're a woman you know and i got so tickled and he said you know we really we're all different in yeah. one way or another. And yep. what a great point. Yep. We are. We're all different. And, you know, sometimes we're looking at someone thinking, boy, they are so different. Wow. You know, they're different than me. Well, guess what? They're looking at you thinking the same, <laughs> thinking thing. The same thing. Right. Thinking the same thing. I think it's great. Tell people once again where they can learn mm-hmm. more about Manners of the Heart and the mm-hmm. BR Respect campaign. All righty. Um, I'll give you a quick rundown on all of them. <laughs> okay. uh, look for billboards all over town. They You're going to see billboards. 
um, listen on um, iHeartRadio. iHeart's cluster of radio stations across Baton Rouge. 25 times a day yep. on every station. Yep. You'll you'll catch it somewhere along the day. Yep. Uh, t- uh, pick up a copy of 225 and the Baton Rouge Business Report. That's right. Full page ads That's in each right. publication all the way through the year. And then uh, you can catch us on television at different times of the day uh, with um, our W-A-F-P. television commercials. That's right. Yep. WAFB runs them, uh, and they're they're a great partner. You're on once a month mm-hmm. with uh, Graham. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, um, now with Robbie. Well, with, with Robbie, Robbie. That's yeah. right. That's Graham's right. doing the night stuff <laughs> that's, now. That's, that's yeah, right. that's he's right. rocking it at night. Got a new look, and I bet looks he's great. glad not to get up at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a little bit easier schedule. That Much was never easier fun. Schedule. That was never fun. Yep. And you know, we'll play one of the manners minutes uh, as we we'll we'll break and play one of those, and you'll get a chance to hear what. Mm-hmm is on radio across Baton Rouge. Thank you so much for being a guest. Oh, thank you, Clay. <laughs> All right, here's one of those manners minutes that I talked about just a moment ago that's running across radio in Baton Rouge on iHeartMedia. And now, today's Manners Minute. There's something to be learned from everyone we encounter, if we're willing to learn. If we'll break through our bubble, get out of our comfort zone, and strike up a conversation. Just imagine how much you could learn if you engaged in conversation with someone different than yourself. You might learn about a culture you've never known. You might find a new food to delight your taste buds. You might learn a new skill that will open your world to new possibilities. You might even make a new friend who could transform your life. I know we like being in our bubble where it's safe, mostly because when someone bursts our bubble, we become vulnerable. But if we choose to burst our own bubble, Life can become a great adventure with opportunities to grow at every turn. Life is much more interesting living outside your bubble than in it. Visit hashtag BRRespect at mannersoftheheart.org to join the movement and sign the pledge. With respect, Baton Rouge thrives. Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop Do-It-Yourself Pest Control. You know, John, people are often wondering where to go if they want to find out about killing ants, termites, spiders, mosquitoes, what have you. And it's a concern. And you end up in the big box store waiting for an answer. And really the answer is go to a Pest Stop location and ask any question. That's exactly right. If, if you're tired of the mystery all of pesticides... Mm-hmm. Come see us because we'll give you exactly what you're looking for. Not only, you know, what to use, but how to use it. That seems to be the big question. How do I use a professional strength product safely around my kids and my pets? And it's very easy to accomplish. And you save money in the process. A lot. So if I'm in the New Orleans area and I want to get my hands on the product, how can I find Pest Stop? Well, in Metairie, we're located at 3512 Severn Avenue next to the Pepper Mill. On the North Shore, we're at 1417 North Highway 190. That's next to Sherwin-Williams or Villarie's Florist. And on the West Bank, we're on the Palco just past the Harvey Bridge. And, of course, in the Baton Rouge area at 806 O'Neill Lane Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. This is Jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of Baton Rouge. I'm Kelly LaDuff, co-owner of Open Eyes Safety Training and Consultant. Open Eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees 
the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website at OpenEyesSafetyTraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. This is The Clay Young Show on Podcast225.com. Now you see why I was so polite in the open of the show. She's a pretty special lady. It is sincere. And I didn't want to embarrass her by <laughs> dwelling on the subject. But when I was talking about the, the manners minutes that we recorded in the studio, and I made mention to, you know, she, Jill is such a perfectionist. And for people who know her, they know that about her. But when, if, if something wasn't right in the script, even in her frustrating moments, it's about as G-rated as you can imagine. Where I remember in my years in radio, some of the things you hear in studios, and I may or may not have been guilty of some of that. <laughs> there was one thing in particular. So now it's kind of a pariah among the, the brand, but Bluebell Ice Cream, I think they had rats or something in the, in the ice cream. I don't know, the, the, some bacteria or something, listeria. Was that what it was? I don't know. So something in there and uh, Bluebell. So this is before the days of being digital and the company I worked with and being digital and radio meant that you went from playing songs on wax and eight tracks and CDs to having all of the music loaded onto a hard drive and you're playing everything on a computer. And I remember being at a cluster when they transitioned to that. Before then, when you got a commercial from someone, it came on a CD or it came on tape. And every now and again, you had, I forget the digital communication system we had in a couple of the production rooms where you'd get what would basically be, in today's terms, emailed to you and you'd download it and then you'd load it into the system. You'd actually have to load it onto an 8-track when I started. And then when it's when it was digital, you load it into the digital system. And then, of course, as email evolved, you were able to just trans, trans uh, uh, port it into the system. You think internet's started really in earnest in 1996, so I'm talking late 90s when not, a, not every company had that. So Bluebell Ice Cream used to send commercials on tape. And it would be one commercial, maybe two commercials. But here's the thing. You had to tag the commercials for every place in town that sold Bluebell. So without naming the name of a store that's not an advertiser here on the show, say John Doe's Grocery. They tell you about one brand of, of Bluebell ice cream, the uh, Pecan Crunch, all right? Pecan Crunch ice cream. They talk about it. little story. Remember the day? And then the announcer would come on at the end of the commercial and say, you can find Bluebell ice cream at John Doe grocery stores on Florida Street in Baton Rouge, right? So here's the thing. You had to put eight of those on an eight track. 
And if you screwed up, you had to do the entire thing. So what you would do is you would record one, do the tag live, right? And then you'd stop the tape and you'd put a tone on the tape. So when you played it on the air, it would know after the first 60 seconds, stop. And then you would load the second one and you'd let it play again. And then you'd read the second tag. Right about the time you get to the third time, the pressure is on because you've got to read the tag for this grocery store and you got to get it right because if you didn't get it right, you had to do it over again. And by the volume and the combinations of cuss words, I knew how far down the line a jock had gotten on the reads when he messed up. Or every now and again, you would hear a yes when someone got all the way through all of the spots. And then there were those times where someone got through a spot luckily and they commented on the end and forgot to take that part out. So, oh, I've got some worse stories than that about radio. But anyway, Jill didn't do that. That was the very, very long, scenic way of telling you she did not do that. Maybe if you guys would like to, someone can tell me something on Facebook and I can tell you some stories about radio if you guys are really interested in knowing. I've got some good ones, some of which I cannot tell because (laughs) even if I eliminated names of people, you could probably figure it out. So uh, interesting times in the broadcast business. Now, smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them, if you're still with me and hopefully you are. The 2017 Smoke'em If You Got'em is going to take place on Sunday, May 21st at Ben 77 Bistro and Orion Instruments here in Baton Rouge will yet again be the title sponsor of the event. Don Sanders is pretty sure he doesn't want anybody else to have bragging rights to that. This year's event will have different hours. It will start at four o'clock this year and we've got a list of other things about it. That'll be different. I will tell you in the coming weeks at some exciting things that are happening at this year's event. So putting it, put it in your calendar now, Sunday, May 21st, 4 p.m., Ben 77 Bistro in Baton Rouge, the fourth annual Smoke Em If You Got Em fundraiser this year again, benefiting the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. And I hope to see you there. And if I can remember on another show, I will tell you, how we ended up not being in Cigar Aficionado magazine last year after I had already pretty much made the connection to have us do that, and it fell through because of one thing, and I won't tell you this week, maybe next week. Until then, be polite, and I'll see you next time here on The Clay Young Show. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.